Coming up, are DBC resales turning into a buyer's market? We'll find out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the DVC Show, coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined by my good friends, Marissa Valentin. Hello, hello. Or Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> Peloton. There it is. <laughs> See, I was nice to you on the live yeah, show. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's back, everything's back to normal now. Here we now. go. <laughs> and, of course, Derek DeBoer is in the uh, studio with us. Hey, now. Our producer, Mr. Craig Williams, in the back. Oh, hi. And joining us via Skype, the lovely and talented Amy Krieger and her husband. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. The, and, the, and, yeah, and him. <laughs> I think that's how we'll do that intro from now on. Um, well, welcome, folks. Just a reminder, um, this show, along with all the DBC content that we produce, brought to you by the world of DBC which includes dbcresalemarket.com, which is a great place to go to buy your DBC resale contract. I bought from them because <laughs> I won't do this if I haven't. Um, dbcrentalstore.com, which is a great way if you're thinking about DVC or even if you're not thinking about DVC, if you want to stay in a DVC resort, spend a lot less than you're going to spend if you go through Disney Direct to get that one-bedroom villa. Um, it's a great place to do it. Run some points from dbcrentalstore.com and, of course, monerafinancial.com, which makes it just a little bit too easy to get financing for your DVC resale contract. So, please, if you like our content, please support our sponsors because that's the way we get to do it. So, Paul came up with this idea for the show, and I'm intrigued. Who's, I'm intrigued. Who's, who's Paul again? Oh, oh, oh the guy that's next to The Amy. guy that's with Amy. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Amy's plus one for the show. Um, the, uh, you know, are DBC resales becoming a buyer's market? Um, and of course, you know, um, when you have more sellers, more inventory than people wanting to buy it, it becomes a buyer's market. Of course, you're looking at any real estate right now, it is pretty much all over the country, a seller's market. You have far more buyers than you do sellers. So let me ask the experts sitting here at the table, are we seeing the beginning of a buyer's market? Why don't you start sales and marketing director? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, if we go back and look at like 2021 as a whole, we were listing about We'd struggle basically to keep a hundred contracts on the site without them being bought out. And then we just struggled to just put more up and same with real estate, right? So we had more buyers than we could possibly have sellers for. And over this last month, we have about 400 listings on the site. So if we go back and say, okay, a hundred listings is going to last maybe a week. Mm-hmm. on the market, which is not enough. And that that doesn't work for anybody really because then the prices go up yeah. so much. So there's not enough inventory. The prices go up so much. So right now we have about 400, which is a good like four weeks worth of inventory, which is exactly where you want to be when it comes to DVC and resale. Because as a buyer, now you have choices versus saying, well, this contract is not exactly the right amount of points or the perfect use year, but I'll make it work. But my add-on-itis is killing me. <laughs> and yeah. I must. I'll take it. I must. But I'm going to do what I can do. Satisfy my addiction. Yeah, um, I have a lot of experience with that. You don't get to two thousand points without, like, oh my god, I must have it. Yep. So, 
So you feel like it is starting to shift. So I think we're, it's, we're at a really good place. I think we're probably at this plateau point where I wouldn't officially call it a buyer's market, but it's just perfect to where buyers can still get a deal. They can get the right. contract they're looking for, but we still have a good amount of sellers coming in. So it's not where we're having bidding like two different people looking at one contract every single time it gets listed. Now there's a chance to go, you know what? I like this one, but let me see what comes tomorrow. Well, because this is not inconsistent uh, with what we're seeing in the real estate market in Orlando. We are starting to see small signs, not a massive shift, but small signs where, you know, houses are staying on the market a little longer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, because a lot of people got priced out of, you know, when you have that seller's market, prices go up. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, once the buyers start to dry up, there's more inventory on the market, starts to drive the prices down some. Um, And we're just beginning, just beginning. Please, please, please do not blow up moving to Orlando. (laughs) I want the cheap houses Pete was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But we're, you know, starting to see those indicators. Um, and I think, you know, what do you, what do you think is driving that? What do you think is driving those changes? Well, I think like what Marissa said too, is that it really, it's not a hundred percent a buyer's market. So I kind of call it like a temporary buyer's market per se, because again, we still have, what is it? 95% of listings still sell. We're at 98 right now. 98% sell in 30 days or less. Wow. I think it's over 80% sell in seven days or less. Um, if you're a 50-point beach club contract, you'll sell in about six seconds. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, funny. I have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it really does kind of vary. But I think what Marissa touched on, which is so important, is that the buyers have options. And that's probably the best part. right? So they can look to say, I'm looking at between 100 points at Saratoga and 200 points. Oh, look, there's a couple of listings here. Uh, there's a couple of different use years that I get to be able to pick and choose from. So it's not going to be that type of situation where we had for a long time where it was literally, we'd put a listing up and you would have another offer on it and then another offer and you're doing these highest and best And I think there's this pent up demand. One, Disney closed down for a chunk of time, right? So there's going to be kind of that rolling few months where they were closed. They weren't selling for a few months. We were the only way you could get DVC. And so I think that just sparked, like that took over so much of the inventory. Can we go back to that? (laughs) (laughs) But that took up so much of the inventory in 2020. And then there was in combined with the 50th and the surge of travel and just people wanting to just say, you know what, I've got some extra like funds from like government subsidies. So I feel like it was just this perfect storm to where now I think it's normalized. (laughs) It's not as crazy. Not quite as crazy as it was. And I think, and, you know, it's just funny because, you know, uh, being in in the real estate business with moving to Orlando.com, if you're looking for a house instead of a timeshare, um, you know, watching, watching this, this, these trends, because I pay attention to them constantly. Every time they update the monthly numbers (laughs) for the Orlando Realtors, uh, uh, Orlando Regional Realtors Association, um, I'm like, oh, Okay. Okay, things look like they might be slowing down a little bit, mm-hmm. shifting a little bit, which actually makes me happy. I mean, we we're mostly buyers agents, mm-hmm. um, and it's really frustrating for us when you know we have a buyer that you know wants something, and it's real. I mean, we go really far out of our way to try and find it for them, mm-hmm. but sometimes you know, and then you have those multiple offer situations mm-hmm. where you know we've had. We've had clients where they had to put in offers on like six or seven different homes at the same time yeah. and, uh, trying to get one. 
because of these constant multiple offer situations. So it really is, um, there are some parallels that, you know, I've seen uh, with it, but I, I also think it's good for the market that you've got a lot of people selling. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of people putting those contracts Ooh. up and you're saying, you know, like for those of you who are thinking about selling, when you talk about, you put a contract up, we're selling, you know, on, on, on average, not a guarantee, but on average, you're selling these contracts in under 30 days. Yeah. And it all goes back to, you know, people trying to find everybody has different reasons on why they want to sell, you know? Yeah. Have we had some folks that literally reach out to us and say, I want to sell my contract. I'm tired of all the recent news, right? Mm -hmm. It just doesn't settle well with me. So I'm ready to unload my contract. We've had people that do that. We've had people that say, I don't want to pay another year's worth of dues. We've had people that say, you know what? I'm just not using it as much. So everybody sells for different reasons, but uh, that's what's great about our site too, is you can go log in. We have blogs. So Nick and Marissa and the team make really, really great blogs. They really do. I mean, they're fantastic. Not just the right refusal report, but sometimes, sometimes I'm like, I really don't like you. <laughs> That's some really good content. I'm in the content business. So. But being able to look at just, you know, just the average selling prices for just the last 12 months is crazy. You could go back 12 months ago and see that some of these resorts have literally increased 10, 20, 30, $40 per point. So yeah. that's why, you know, people will always look back and say, you know, I wish I did it sooner. So we had a lot of those people 12 oh. months ago that said, you know what? I'm waiting. The market's going to crash. Right, I'm going right, to buy later. Now right. those people are paying twenty to thirty to forty dollars more per point. Right. They say, "Oh, why didn't I buy it back then?" Let me uh, let me get uh, Paul and Amy in on this. What do you guys think? So, so I was actually I was reading one of Nick's blogs, um, and he's talking about how we're kind of you know we are entering a buyer's market of sorts, but this is also just like kind of a normal uh, seasonal. Uh, time. So this is the time when people are starting to uh, sell their contracts. A lot of it is before the beginning of the year, before annual dues come up. And then yeah. January through, was it, I think it's January through May is when, you know, the busy season kind of starts up again. But um, another thing that's really different with DVC as opposed to, you know, like general real estate, because I, I've been seeing a lot of uh, what you're seeing in the real estate as well, because I've been researching um, for, you know, we, we just bought a house and I've been writing, uh, for moving to Orlando, but we have Disney that steps in and purchases contracts back through right of first refusal. So they kind of have a way to keep the market, you know what I mean? Keep the value up. And I'm still surprised, um, at some of the right of first refusal, you know, purchases, some of the prices that we are seeing Disney take. Um, they're still taking back, you know, I, Old Key West at one twenty five a point. Um, so I've been really surprised to see some of that. They're they're kind of keeping that those prices still a little bit strong. Um, but we are seeing you know fluctuations of uh, you know some some contracts you can get for a few dollars a point cheaper than you could in like July of this year. So I really think you go back to the past two years and what we've dealt with, and and I've said this before, but. If you were a family that typically took a Disney vacation yearly or every other year or something of that nature, you had some money that was probably banked yeah. because of everything that's, that's gone on in the past two years. Add that with federal stimulus and so many other things, 
something that originally you may have never even considered, you're now considering. And I think that's what really, I, I, I mean, I feel like that's what really started the buyer, the, the seller's market of Disney Vacation Club um, in the beginning of all of this is that it's not that you didn't have sellers still wanting to sell basically at the same interval that we've normally seen, but you've just got all these buyers with so much pent up money and they just want to throw it at Disney Vacation Club because this might be the only time in their life that they can actually afford to do this. Um, we hope uh, in terms of like, you know, uh, a pandemic and all that kind of stuff. But um, I think that we saw just a massive influx of buyers with money that for the first time in their lives, they were considering Disney Vacation Club as a real option to get back to traveling and to actually make something that they were already doing every year or every other year more realistic. And I think that now we're seeing just that sort of calm down. You know, See, we're seeing everything get back to normal a little bit. And and and, and I'm not saying this necessarily, you know, they're watching this show. But I also think people had a lot more time mm-hmm. um, in lockdown yeah. to research. Yeah. And really, under, and, and let's be honest, as for those of us who bought, we know this. When you research, you're like, oh, wait, this makes a lot of sense. This makes a lot of sense. Right. And I think that drove a lot of this market. You've got people like, oh, yeah, you know, at some point, you know, maybe I should look in a right. DVC, but, you know, I have to leave my house and I have to go to work. And then all of a sudden, they don't have to do that. I- and, and there is that time to do that research. I think that played a role. Huge. Totally. I feel like we have the most educated DVC guests than we've ever had, which is crazy because they're not doing normal tours directly at Disney Vacation Club right now. They're doing a lot of like phone stuff. (laughs) But I feel like the people that come to our site or on our chat or call us, they know everything. And you're right. It's the content that's put out online that they're able to go and watch shows like this and get so much information that wasn't there. There are no shows like this. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) 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 But and I think another thing to go back to kind of influx of sellers that we haven't talked about is the new email that Disney's been sending out to Old Key West members. Then they started with Saratoga and now they're doing Animal Kingdom. If anybody hasn't used their points in the last couple of years, they're emailing them directly saying, hey, are you interested in selling? And they're offering them this ridiculously low price of 80 to 88 dollars per point we're going to do a whole show on that in a minute (laughs) Um, good because i'll save that for there Uh (laughs) i see now you know the timing of those emails we you know those emails started going out and then like a week later you know terry schultz was off on the farm and i'm like i I don't think this had anything to do with it but i'm like it was just you know we because it was how those emails were phrased we, we always hate to see our members go, but get the hell out, um, was basically <laughs> right. the gist of the email. Um, and I, but yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to we'll wait. I don't want to, uh, yeah, I want to save that for that picture because <laughs> I got a lot to say about that. <laughs> but I, you know, very, you know, look, let's be honest. Um, the pandemic has upended, especially the hospitality industry in ways none of us could have imagined none of us mm. and i just know from my own travel business and i hate to keep using this word because i've grown to hate this word had to pivot had to pivot how we did things mm-hmm. how we looked at things and when i see something like that coming out of disney vacation club i'm like what are they up to they're up to something. <laughs> They're up to something. How did they pivot like that? 
What were they? Yeah, what's what's that <laughs> pivot? What's the pivot? Right. What's the pivot? <laughs> the main goal. <laughs> but you know, I think I also I've only used my DVC points in the last year since year year plus since they reopened. I haven't done hotel stays. I have never been happier being a member. Mm. Never. I love uh, love. And even though I got a lot of points, enough. When you live here, when you live <laughs> here, there's so a true. whole new way to use them. <laughs> and well, you know, again, look, my situation's a little different, right? I, I, I have this business, you know, Disney centric business. Um, got a fairly large family that likes to come down here. Um, and you know, I put people up and there's always, I always, look for a reason to use those points. Mm -hmm. And again, because I have this and I do this, I can turn it into content, right? Which is great. That's like my job and I love my job. So, but I think for me, and this may be driving some of, some of it too. Um, this past year has gotten me in touch with the things I love mm -hmm. about Disney. And while I may have plenty to say, about management and how they make decisions. At no point in time have I ever for a moment regretted being a DVC member. And I think I've appreciated it more over the last 18 months. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I think, and, and I'm excited because I'm always excited when, you know, our DVC fan Facebook group, somebody comes on and I just passed writer first refusal on the first <laughs> contract. I get really excited. I'm like, Chef this Lane. is going to change how you vacation here. Yeah. This is going to change how you vacation here. You always have a life before DVC and then after Amen. DVC. Amen. 100%. Amen. I I love it. Like, I just, you know, we had an event going on a few weeks ago, which is why I have no hair. Because um, I shaved it to raise money for Give Kids the World. Um, which I'll never do again. I mean, I'll raise money for Give Kids the World all sorts <laughs> of ways, but I'm never shaving my head again. Um, <laughs> and... This, I mean, this is also a, a, a snapshot into how sad my brain has become. As we're getting up, coming up on that event, I said, you know, why didn't I, why didn't I book a room? Oh. Why didn't I book <laughs> I a room? said the same thing. <laughs> oh, well, no, wait, no, this gets sad. This is a sad story. And I happened on just checking something out, happened to log in to the DVC member website and looked at my dashboard. Months before, I booked a cabin for that week. <laughs> so we had a cabin for that week. <laughs> that you forgot you had? That I forgot no, I had. No. No, this happens. No, it's really it's really getting bad. It's I'm going to really, start tearing up for you over here. It's really getting bad. I Well, you know, look, and this is what my doctor says to me. This is what my friends say to me. You got so much going on. And I will not work with a personal assistant because I've tried and it doesn't end well. Because um, I don't like being handled. I don't like being managed. Um, so, like, there's just – plus, but I – my mom was able to stay there. Oh, right? Great. She loves the cabins at Copper Creek. Honest to God, I don't think there is a better hotel room 
that I've ever stayed in anywhere in the world. And that's saying something because I've traveled a lot and I stay in nice places. <laughs> that was something special. And then, you know, after the event, being able to have some people over and we ordered some food and we hung out. And- you could have pivoted and invite my way. Oh, you yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were never at your damn table. <laughs> Just <the way>. um, <laughs> and I'm looking at this this one night. You know, we had some friends, my mom. And I'm like, okay, this is what it's about. Mm-hmm. Right here, yeah. right here, right what's going on right now. Now, again, my way of using it is a little different. Um, but I also think, you know, hearing people share stories like this about their experiences um, has really driven a lot of interest for this. And I'm always happy to add my two cents. I am always happy to get you people to part with your money <laughs> because misery loves company. <laughs> okay. Cause I'm buying them too. I have ad on just as bad as you do, but it's a, uh, it's it's an it's 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 a wonderful, wonderful community to be in. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting business to be a part of and to watch. Um, I'm curious to see how things go. But all right, uh, Paul, Amy, you have anything else you want to add? No, I just thought it was funny. Derek said, you know, you have a life before DVC and a life after. <laughs> I think DVC like derailed our our entire lives. You know, oh, I think you've done so okay. <laughs> I think you've done okay. She means that in the best way. Derailed, I just mean in a good way. Change the course. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, now we're moving and I mean, it's, we it's, like, it we like started, the rails we're on. It all started with the DVC contract. It really did. It does, yeah. so. It's amazing, right? It is amazing. And we can talk about the negative. We can talk about this is wrong and that's wrong. And right now, Disney, both Disney World and Disney Vacation Club are serving serving us up reasons to talk about that uh, uh, endlessly. But at the end of the day, we love it. Mm-hmm. We love it. And uh, I may be, I may have issues with DVC management. We all have issues with DVC management. But I love the product. I love the product, and I've never regretted doing it. So, all right. I think that's a good place to wrap this show up, folks. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you again next week with another episode of the DVC Show. Have a great week, and stay out of the damn lakes. <laughs>